Today's episode is brought to you by Get Your Guide. Want to make your next trip unforgettable? There's an easy way to do that. Book a Get Your Guide travel experience. No matter where your travels take you, Get Your Guide offers the best way to connect with your destination. Choose from over 100,000 travel experiences in the U.S. and around the world with Get Your Guide. Whether it's the Sherlock Holmes tour in London, the night helicopter flight over Las Vegas, or whitewater rafting in the Grand Canyon, whatever you're into, you'll find an experience you love. Discover and book your next unforgettable travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Today's episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop, powered by an Intel Core i9 processor, featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Your dream setup, amazing prices, and free shipping await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind. My name is Robert Lamb. And I'm Julie. Love slug, Douglas. Ah, uh, yes, because this is uh, this is the, the the time of the year when uh, Valentine's is thrust upon us, mm-hmm. and we all have to celebrate love or curse its name. Or we could listen to an episode about slugs, how they mate, what they're doing with their viscous stuff, and how they may even I don't know heal a, a broken heart. Yeah, before we retread uh, the topic from last year, we're going to discuss a little new material that we ran across uh, involving the role of the slug in the matters of the heart. In this case, literally the matters of the heart. That's right, because as you will find out, um, if you haven't already heard this episode about slug mating rituals and some of their other virtues, these guys have inspired heart surgeons to create a kind of glue based on the slime that slugs create. Yeah, and as, as we explored last year, the slug slime is incredible. It's not just, it's easy to just discount it. Oh, it's just slime, you know? But it's this, this amazing viscous fluid that is 
all at once uh, the outer layer of their body. It is the road they travel on. It is the the substance of their their physical lovemaking. It is a means of communicating with one another. It's it's fabulous stuff. And so scientists are drawn again and again to slug slime for possible solutions. And in this case, surgical glue inspired by slug slime. Yeah, because you can use surgical glue on a heart, but the problem is is that it is wet and it's a beating heart and it's really hard to get this stuff, true surgical glue, to really take, right? And you don't want to use stitches or staples because we are talking about really fragile tissue with the heart. So... What does a what does a good researcher do? Well, a team from Boston Children's Hospital and MIT mimicked the slug slime and came up with this adhesive, which is uber sticky, water and blood proof, and it dries in seconds via UV light. So it's just one more reason to celebrate slime and slugs. Yeah, it's also biodegradable, unlike a, a lot of existing surgical glues, which are not only not biodegradable, they're also uh, uh, potentially toxic. So, uh, yeah, you just shine a little UV light on it, activates it, it, uh, it hardens up less than five seconds, the hole is sealed. Now currently, the seal is holding only for about 24, uh, hour period. They'll need it to hold a little longer for it to really be effective, but, uh, but, you know, they're getting there. They're working on bumping that time up. So there you go. Uh, in restaurant parlance, there's a little amuse-bouche before your main entree here of slimy love. Uh, via our slugs and we hope that you enjoy this episode and happy Valentine's Day. The slug serves as an example of just how wild and diverse and to humanize hideous uh, sexual reproduction really is. In 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 nature and mm. and maybe how sanitized it is in humans. Yeah, I don't know. That's well, that's it, a value judgment. I'll leave that for someone else to make. It but just shows us how much human baggage we bring to the situation. I'm going to tell you that some slug sex, in particular leopard slugs, and we'll talk more about them, kind of make human sex look a little milk toast, a little vanilla. Yeah, I will. I will admit that as repulsed by slugs as I am, like I feel like this deep in my genes repulsion to them, not in my blue genes, but in my actual genetic material, like mm-hmm. there's a deep, like they're my ancestral enemy um, that that I am avoiding because I know they will crush me. You think you've, you have ancestral memories exactly. of slugs. As repulsed as I am, I have to admit that there is something weirdly beautiful about it. If not beautiful, then at least Elaborate, like it's it's elaborately grotesque. It's 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 grotesque in a way that uh, that that it becomes almost art. All right. So before we start talking about slug sex and all girding our loins for that, let's talk about slug anatomy because most slugs are hermaphrodites. They have both a penis and a genital opening, right? Yes. Uh, so with, when they have sex, they can both fertilize and are fertilized. It's important to remember too that your common slug, its ancestor had a had a shell. It is descended from shelled uh, gastropods. So if your rear end is in a shell, where do you think evolution has put all of your important bits? Right up there at the head. So it's from the head that the penis of a, of a slug uh, protrudes, right out the side, like a weird hat. Yes, and I think, then, yeah, think about the anus being over there, the too. The anus is over there, too. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's that. And, and again, yes, this is because they are descended from snails. Right. The genital orifice, everything, the mouth, everything has to be up front, has to be front-loaded because the rear is back there uh, in in the shell where Dr. Doolittle rides, if you are a fan of that movie. And really, knowing all this stuff about snails makes that even weirder. 
So keep that in mind when we're talking about some of the configurations that these slugs make when they are uh, engaging in their reproductive efforts because, again, all the business is pretty much over there on the head. Yeah, face-to-face sex because that's where it's two faces going at it. All right. In various ways, as we'll discuss. Let's discuss one of the ways, one of the strategies that slugs approach reproduction. Stabbing. Yes. Now, it's important to uh, to realize that what we're talking about here is sexual conflict between uh, among these creatures. And this is the idea that you have uh, individuals in a species, uh, and, and they are competing with other individuals for mates. So mm-hmm. they want to do whatever they can to ensure that their genetic material passes on and not the genetic material of rivals and other other uh, individuals that uh, that their mate is mating with. So you see various methods uh, in, in various animals where they use this. You see, for instance, their sperm plugs, which you can, you can look up, which it's, a, it's about, I've got mine in there, so I'm just going to sort of block it up so that nothing else is going to get in there, too. You see barbed penises uh, in, in various creatures, especially in, 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 in insects. Uh, I've seen them referred to as torture phalluses. If you want to hear more about that, check out our, our episode that we did on the penis and the evolution of the penis. Um, you, so you see a lot of sexual competition. Evolution trying to to, to game this scenario so that the, the, the mating creature has the advantage over all the other creatures that are mating with its mate. I'm glad you queued that up because I think that it's, it's important to keep this in mind when you think about um, slugs in what seems sort of rough dealings with reproduction. And, mm-hmm. of course, that's anthropomorphizing them, but um, we can't help to. But yeah. thinking of it in that context, I think, helps you to better understand why um it is maybe as dire seeming as it is. Yeah, or I mean it's a violent. brutal. It's a brutal game with high stakes. The stakes are high. They couldn't be any higher because ultimately the genetic mission of this creature and any any creature is to pass its genes on. Yeah. So let's look at the sea slug. Yes. All right. According to Io9 author Robert T. Gonzalez, uh, sex is initiated when one slug uses a syringe-like organ to gore its partner. That's where the stabbing comes in. Yes. And you, uh, you see the same activity in a number of air-breathing land snails and slugs as well. So this is not particular to sea slugs. Right. But in this particular instance, you've got that syringe-like organ goring its partner and injecting prostate fluid into its body. And then they mate a second time, this time with one slug inserting its penis into the partner's genital opening that they made through mm-hmm. the stabbing. So these are two separate acts. Basically, one is shanking and the other is sexing. Yeah. I mean, uh, the way I t- like to think of it is the... Um, the final knife fight in Dune um, between uh, uh, Paul Atreides and uh, and uh, the Harkonnen kid, uh, played by uh, Sting in the movie. You know, there it's this this vicious fight when they have to uh, counter each other's shields with their uh, slow moving uh, daggers, and uh, at least one of the daggers is poisoned, if I recall. So it's that kind of situation. There's kind of a it's like they're they're making love to each other, these snails, mm-hmm. these slugs, but they're also trying to stab each other. It's, it's, it's often described by biologists as, as ultimately a joust, a, a sword fight, uh, because whoever gets their love dart, which is the, um, the term that's often used for it, whoever gets their love dart uh, into their mate, they're going to increase the odds that their sperm is going to be victorious inside of that mate. That's right. And, you know, it is said that most slugs would probably prefer to be the shanker rather than the shanky. 
Evolutionary biologist Rolanda Lang describes the penis thusly. The penis bears four to five large hook-shaped spines at its base and a crown of 20 to 30 minute fine-pointed spines at its tip, which are spread like an anchor during mating. So there's still a question as to why slugs would allow themselves to be penetrated beyond the amount needed to get the stores of sperm, because this happens, right? They get the stores of sperm that they need, but they still engage in this, what we think of as a very vicious act. Um, and it doesn't really increase the reproductive fitness to do yeah. it. But they still engage in it. So the idea is that perhaps the injections of prostate fluid might include nutrients that benefit the stab slug. So it's a bit of a trade-off there. Yeah, and there was this old idea that the love dart was injecting calcium into the mate and therefore making it, giving it a gift, kind of a dowry, uh, and saying, here, here's some calcium. Use this to create the eggs that we have uh, created together. Um but uh, but they they've kind of shied away from that, going more in this hormonal direction. That it's uh, it's enabling this uh, better chance of survival uh, for the uh, the stabber's sperm. Again, reproductive fitness being the most important thing. Yeah, there. and uh, just as the, you described the uh, the penis in pretty horrific terms, uh, the uh, love darts, uh, which are also called uh, gypsobellums. Um, they vary a great deal as well. You can find images of these, and they look like varying uh, cruel harpoons. And um, and they're made of different substances. Sometimes it's calcium carbonate. Sometimes it's chitin, um, various shapes and sizes. And uh, they can also uh, vary between 1 and 30 millimeters in length. Um, sometimes it's more of a just kind of a stab in the side, like a prison shiving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the love dart goes all the way through. Uh, the uh, the mated slug, it's um, it's it's pretty fascinating. In um, it, we call it a love dart in English, but in Germany they call it a Liebesfeel or love arrow. And uh, there's some there's some people that uh, that argue that uh, the idea of Cupid and his arrow uh, is ultimately um, inspired by the love dart. Even though the love dart again is just a it's a stabbing, more of a lance or a dagger. Uh, in the side rather than anything that is actually a projectile. Yeah, and they do come in in various shapes. Um, Some look like spears. I thought Mm -hmm. one actually did look like a graboid as well. So it sort of depends on the species. All right. And most, some have just one um, dart sack. Some Mm -hmm. have more than one. Uh, And then after they have used it, it takes a while to grow it back, to uh, reload the gun, as it were. All right, um, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we are going to talk about the love lives of leopard slugs. And you really don't want to miss this. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of 
seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. All right, we're back. Leopard slugs. Um, now, cue the Barry White. Yeah, cue the Barry White again. The uh, the leopard slugs they really make a show. They're they're really about putting on a show of their love for anyone who may be able to watch and stomach this nonsense. Yeah. All right. Imagine these leopard slugs. They're nocturnal. They're grayish yellow with mottled black spots. Hence the name yeah. leopard slugs. They measure about four inches long. Uh, let's say that they're cruising through the forest. They pick up a scent in another uh, slug's trail that yeah, they, says... Yeah, they read the love poem in that, that slug slime. Yeah, it says, come on, baby. Yeah. I don't know, is that very wide enough? Yeah, that's very wide enough. And so they follow it. They find this other slug, and they stalk each other in a circle, again, using their scent trails. And then they say, hey, let's take this up to a more private area. They go up a tree. They find a nice little tree branch. And that's when things start to get a little bit weird. They begin to intertwine. It's quite beautiful. And as they are intertwining, they form a rope of mucus. Yes. That comes down Cirque du Soleil-like. Yes. Imagine this. Rope of mucus extending from the branch. And then they continue intertwining together. And they're suspended like that for a little while in this gooey embrace. Now, but then the penises come out. That's right. I was yeah. going to say, if that's not out of the side of their head, the side of their head, their penises are basically emerging, and they begin to glow blue. Yeah, and these are these are large phalluses um, comparatively. Um, like for a human, it would be like a like a ba- baby's arm coming out of the side of your head, or no, larger than a baby's arm, like a like an eight year old's arm. Okay, so now I'm, I have to say I'm a little bit. Grossed yeah, out right well, now that you use that analogy, but it's effective to to give you some idea of scale. 
So then these uh, these head-placed penises begin mm-hmm. to do the same, execute the same intertwining figu- configuration, right? This embrace. Yeah. And you see this glowing blue penises uh, entwined and moving until they bloom into a pulsating blue flower-like globe that's translucent. Yes, it's really alien and oddly beautiful to behold. It's 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 really weird. Now the reason that they're doing this big light show, this big Cirque du Soleil, hey, look at us, you know, intertwined, mm-hmm. getting it on, um, is that they're passing sperm to and fro mm-hmm. in that um, that sort of flower configuration. Yeah, because again, they're hermaphrodites. They're both male and female. And it's just amazing because I mean, yeah, this is this is the attempt to fertilize right. each other, and, and it's amazing because it looks like this Tololi sculpture, right? It this, does, yeah. This glass blown sculpture that's happening before your eyes. But my favorite part of this is that it, you have this entirely intricate, beautiful, disgusting display of reproductive fitness, and then there's just this unceremonious drop of one of them plop onto the forest floor. Like, you would think that they would have come up with a more elegant way to, to end it. But uh, it's quite it's quite a sight to behold. If you want to see it yourself, check out io9, uh, Sex Life of Leopard Slugs. Yeah, I believe they're embedding uh, a video uh, created by uh, Discovery and BBC. Mm-hmm. Attenborough yeah, narrates Attenborough it. Attenborough narrates it. And I, you want Attenborough narrating, uh, well, anything in the natural world, but especially uh, slugs doing it. Yeah, because he's got that great wink-wink, nudge-nudge with his voice that he does. Yeah. So imagine it applied to this scene of beauty before you. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, that's where it ends, right? Maybe this, uh, and we're, we're generalizing the entire vast buffet of slug sex in this, but you begin with a little gentle stabbing. Then you uh, you go up into the trees and you, you intertwine and you uh, intertwine penises and create a glowing flower and swap uh, sperm. And you think, well, then then you're done, right? Not necessarily, because in some uh, slugs you see something that we call apophilation, which uh, is uh, maybe not as sexy as it sounds. This is uh, when one slug chews the other's penis off, and occasionally will chew its own penis off. And swallow it. And swallow it, yeah. <laughs> That's auto-apophilation. Auto-apophilation, yes. Mm-hmm. So what is all this sexual cannibalism, what is it about, right? Because we've... We've encountered, uh, we've talked about sexual cannibalism before, where you have like, the female will eat the male or part of the mm-hmm. male following mating. Sometimes because, hey, the male was only there to mate, and then once he's done, there's no sense keeping him around. Might as well make a meal out of him. Right, female orb spiders, right? Right. In this case, though, these are these are hermaphrodites. So what's what's going on here? Well, these uh, these banana slugs in particular, of course, called banana slugs because oh. of their yellow color and uh, their occasional black spots. Uh, they're not entirely sure why the chewing is going on. Um, but let me just kind of give you a little bit of information about these guys. Uh, they are the second largest slug in the world. So imagine that. Um, imagine that. Imagine that when you start to talk about the slug penis, which is usually the length of the slug itself. It is also the official mascot of the University of California, Santa Cruz. Really? Really? <laughs> they're the banana slugs? Yeah. Oh, God. I assume they don't have a sports program. Like this has to be just like chess club or something. Right? I I don't well, but or or, well, or mild sport. I just can't imagine like a football mascot as a banana slug. I mean, I, it's better than a dog, I guess. But I mean, it would inspire fear in the competitor, right? Like I'm going to chew your penis off. 
Yeah, if they really went all out with it, I guess it would work, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, its scientific name is Dalek phallus, which means long penis. So what we find when we look at slugs, uh, getting it on, is that, again, they find each other via the chemical traces in their slime trail. They make a bed of slime to cuddle on, essentially. There's some head-waving they uh, get very close to each other, and then they begin to... Actually, when I say they get close together, they're in a yin-yang configuration. Mm-hmm. Um, then they begin to gently bite genital openings of each other. So what happens next is they, they spring, their penises spring out from uh, their heads, and they insert the penises and the nearby genital slits, and then intercourse lasts for hours, for hours. And then with their multiple pairs of teeth known as the radula, sometimes one or both of the slugs gnaws the penis off the other. This is that apophilation. So the idea at first was that they were doing this because the penis was uh, getting stuck. And yeah, perhaps, I, I ran across that that theory. Yeah. That they were, they're intertwined. It's like, how do we get out of this? Well, we could bite through these penises, and then they do, but... But the uh, but what we're really getting down to ultimately is again sexual conflict, right? Yes, because it's not about that. Because actually, what happens is that the penis, when it is not erect, it's not a problem for it to pull out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, imagine this: this penis again is the length of the, the actual uh, banana slug itself. So uh, they do think it has to do with this idea of okay, well. I'm going to chew your penis off, and I'm going to ensure that my sperm from now on is the main deal out there. I'm going to remove you from the playing field. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's it comes down to sexual conflict because every slug is is both male and female. But then after the mating's done, yeah, if you can if you can bite the uh, penis off of the other slug, then you have taken a male competitor off out of the out of the game while leaving uh, a a perfectly functional female slug out there for what you know for for public use so it's it's pretty amazing stuff yeah, yeah. now I, I saw one of the videos that had the uh, uh, the case of um, auto apophilation mm-hmm. and uh, and this one was a situation where the slug engaged in sex and then they they went off without chewing penises off because sometimes that happens like sometimes there's no penis chewing off and when a, when a penis is chewed off again it's still a perfectly functional uh, female slug. So it really doesn't care. It's kind of like, all right, you got me, but I'm going to go on carry out my, my, my business now. But uh, in this uh, one example they were looking at, the uh, the slug had survived. Its penis was still intact, but it had not retracted. And so the slug just turned and, and bit it off and ate it down. So they, they really weren't sure what to make of that. But maybe there was something malfunctioning there. It decided, well, I'm, I'm not just going to walk around with this thing sticking out the side of my head. I look kind of stupid. I better eat it. Do you think slugs will could experience phantom limb? I I get the impression they don't. I get the impression they they don't really think that hard about it. You know that it's that it ultimately it's like ah you know you got me all right good on you you ate my penis off but uh, but I'm still I'm still a functional female slug I'm I'm, I'm a hermaphrodite for goodness sake so that's right they yeah. can still engage in the act yeah yeah, yeah. and do so indeed. So there you have it. It was a wonderful episode last year, really fun to get into. I mean, whenever you have uh, creatures shooting love darts into each other and ramming their their phalluses into each other's forehead, 
you have an amazing topic. Or you can reimagine Cirque du Soleil with slugs yes. making love on those little mucus tendrils coming from the ceiling. Yeah, and if you want more slug content, uh, be sure to check out StuffToBlowYourMind.com the week of this publication. I'll make sure to bump up some some older slug content that we did, uh, some other podcast episodes, as well as a number of blogs. So hey, StuffToBlowYourMind.com, visit it. That's the mothership. Links to all the things we make, all the social media accounts that we use. And Julie, if people want to get in touch with us in an old-fashioned way, in a more one-on-one way, what is the address of You say old-fashioned, but I think it's all coral. <laughs> and you can do so at below the mind at discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.